Welcome to Retirement Talk with Kevin Bach, the podcast with over three decades of experience and his six pillars for a successful retirement. Kevin can help show you the tools and strategies that help build your customized income plan. We haven't had anybody come into our office that we haven't been able to put into a better position. So we get kind of passionate about the knowledge we've accumulated over the last almost 30 years. And uh, we offer it out to people that want to be put into a better position. Get more details at IntegrityRetirementSolutions.com. Now, it's time for Retirement Talk with Kevin Bach, the podcast. And Kevin, you have been in business. We're going on, we talked about this, I think about 33 years here, serving the community and, of course, helping those cross that retirement finish line, making sure everything's buttoned up, tied with a bow, all that good stuff. And one of the ways you do that and you've been successful is you put together the six pillars of a successful retirement. I want to spend today's show going through each of those pillars in detail because 99% of the time, this is where people mess up because they forget a step and then it puts them behind in retirement. But with your pillar process, that's not how it works, right? Right. Um, you know, we've been in a business for, it's going on 33 years now. And over that time, we found a kind of a common denominator. People have, they might have a, a money advisor or two. They might have an insurance advisor or 10, you know, one for each each product. And they may have somebody that does their taxes. It might be a CPA. It might be an accountant. It might be a friend. And then they have an attorney maybe that drew up their wills, powers of attorney, or an attorney that's done things for them in the past. But the question that we, we learned to ask is, when was the last time any of your advisors talked to the other one on your behalf? And everybody says, everybody says, never. Mm-hmm. So what do you think's happening? Do you think that maybe maybe things are getting missed Maybe things are being, uh, getting omitted. Maybe things might be one advisor does this, another advisor does this, and maybe you have two of one whenever you don't need two of one. Uh, maybe you have too much of this, not enough of that. But if you, imagine if you could have one person coordinating the whole process that oversees all the parts. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that make sense? Uh, <laughs> You have all these things and you are trying to coordinate it, not knowing what you need, but you just take the advice of four or five different people or maybe 10 different people if you have a lot of different other insurance advisors or whatever. One's saying you need to buy this kind of Medicare supplement. Another one says you need to be buying this kind of Medicare supplement. One other one says you might need this much insurance. And you may have insurance pol- life insurance policies stacked on top of the other and, and you're paying policy fees for each one of them and, and over overpaying for each one of them. Uh, uh, for instance, we had a client that they did what's called pension maximization whenever they quit being a teacher. And they, I'm not going to get into what it is, but they ended up buying a large life insurance policy. And it was about a $700,000 death benefit. And at the time, whenever they first purchased it, the person that put them into it had a design to pay $35,000 a year in premiums. Wow. 35000 and about four or five years later, they said, we can't continue to afford $35,000 a year in premiums. Um, what can we do? So he says, let's cut it down to 15000 a year. Hmm. So they cut it down to $15,000 a year for a $700,000 death benefit. And over a period of maybe 10, 12 years, they had accumulated about $231,000 in their cash value. So when we met, I, I drew up a plan. I said, you know, I'm going to shop it out. I don't know if I can do any better or not, but I'm going to shop it out and see what we can do. So I was able to get them 
the almost identical death benefit of about $700,000. We rolled the $231,000 into the new policy, and they didn't have to pay $15,000 anymore. That's huge. It's huge. More it's money in their pocket, yeah. Guaranteed to age 121. Wow. <laughs> so it's $15,000 a year that they didn't have to spend anymore because we were able to shop it out through all the you know 40 companies that we represent and find out one that would take them at a, a, a positive rate, which eliminated $15,000 a year. So that's kind of what we do. I mean, other than everything else we did for them, that was one big thing that we're able to do is, is shop out what tools you need for your plan. And it could be for each part of that. You know, we have, we have attorneys that do different things uh, depending on what your needs are, all the way from uh, offshore trusts, if you need to do something like that, to, you know, just simple, uh, simple wills and simple powers of attorney for the smaller uh, estates. So, you know, we have something for everyone, but it's all coordinated by one person under one roof, you call one number, and you get everything. And everything's done, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. I hate the word, you know, um, or the phrase, you know, everything under one roof, or uh, make one call does it all, or you know, something like that. But realistically, <laughs> that's what that's what we are. Imagine how simple retirement would be if you had one source that you could call for all your needs in retirement. I mean, it's it's well, simple. That's what I want. I mean, I don't want to have to coordinate with five, six different people. Yeah, that's what most people say. And realistically, there's two things that people really call most about to our office from the radio show is I want everything done under one roof because it makes so much sense. And the other one is I want to reduce taxes. I do not feel comfortable where taxes are going to go. They, they got to go up. They just a- approved $1.7 or whatever that number is. And then some experts are saying, well, the real number is about twice that. How are they going to do this? We're over $30 trillion in debt. And at some point, you have to pay this back. Mm-hmm. I can't run my business being in debt like that. The, go- the local governments can't run their business, the, the governments, by being in debt like that. How can our federal government do that? And I don't care who gets into office in 2024, somebody has to raise taxes. And it looks like it's starting now. They're going to raise taxes. They're going to raise uh, corporate taxes. And what happens when they raise corporate taxes? Prices go up. Mm-hmm. Everyone's affected, not just the people above $200,000. So, you know, we're looking for taxes to go up in the future. Whenever you want to pass money on to the next generation, your IRAs can lose almost 50% in taxes without any additional increases. Uh, you know, people just don't realize what happens. You know, they, they kind of go up to the to the end and say, okay, boo, I got a will, I'm done. Well, a will guarantees maximum expenses, maximum fees, maximum taxes in, in uh, whenever it's time to pass it on to your heirs. You need other documents possibly. You can actually avoid probate on most everything without a trust if you know how to do it. Yeah, you know, Kevin, you talk about the importance of, it's a one-stop shop, essentially, right, when people work with you. Because everything, I know you don't like the term, it's under one roof, but really you don't have to work with five or six different other individuals or financial people because, Kevin, you take care of everything. And I want to get back to that, going over the six pillars of of a successful retirement. Clearly, number one being income planning. That's what we're all worried about. Do we have enough money? So talk to me a little bit about the first three pillars of your pillar process. Well, whenever you come in here, the first thing we do, we sit down, find out what your wants, needs, goals, desires, and concerns are. And we talk in depth about that. I want to find out what's important to you. And then once once we 
I find out what is important to you, then we start working on a plan. And why we talk about uh, the first one is income planning. How much income are you going to need in retirement? There's two numbers I look at. One is just to pay all your bills, you know, your, your food, your insurance, your, your housing, your, your car, your insurances, all that. How much does it pay cost to pay all that? Then you have the second number I look at is what's your desired lifestyle amount? Um, is that going to add an extra thousand or two thousand or five thousand a month to your income, your guaranteed income from Social Security? We look and see how much you have, how much your spouse is going to have. Uh, we look and see, okay, what's going to happen if one of you pass? I mean, there's a lot goes into income planning that we see almost every time. It's it's not addressed. We, mm-hmm. we show people about how taking income from their investments can affect it uh, negatively, positively, however their situation is. Um, we have a, a, a spreadsheet that we, we plug your numbers into, and it says, okay, if we take out this much based on this interest rate, you know, I say, do you want conservative or do you want me to be pie in the sky? And everyone says conservative. So mm-hmm. we plug in 3% because I think that's pretty conservative. And let's see how it's going to work. And we adjust the numbers based on the conservative, and then sometimes we'll bump it up to four. But we, we spend a lot of time on income planning. Um, and everybody we talk to says, you know, my guy didn't go over this with me. Mm-hmm. And we teach them about sequencer of returns and how that can affect you in retirement and how it can, you know, if you have a down period of time, you know, for one, two, three, four, five years, how that can devastate your retirement. So how to avoid that. And one of the other things with income planning is how do, you, how do you create guaranteed income for the rest of your life? There's ways to do it that you can never run out of income, no matter if you live in your 120s, 130s, whatever it is. Even if the balance goes to zero, your income keeps coming in just like a pension. Hmm. And it can come in for both lives. So that's, that's a big area that we, we, we work on there. The next thing is asset planning. And assets are more than your money. We don't just look at your money. We look at your money, and and that's a big area, but we look at all your other assets, your real estate, your house. Do you have rental properties? Um, Do you have collections? Do you have a gun collection? Do you have a precious moments collection? Do you have coin collections, stamp collections? Those kind of things need to be addressed also. So it's not just about your money. Do you have a business? Do we need to do business succession planning? How is your business going to be passed on when you're gone? Can your family run the business when you're gone? Um, is there going to be taxes to pay? How are we going to pay taxes? And you know, just, just for a quick note, do not pass your business to someone or uh, somewhere else through a will because that's going to be taxed at the, about mm. the highest rates you can, you can get taxed on. Yeah. You need to have a plan in place for business succession. That's another asset. Life insurance is considered an asset. So you've got to see, is my life insurance correct? Do I need this much? Do I need more? Do I need less? Do I need it at all? Does my life insurance cover me if I go into long-term care? It's a big question. Most cases is no. But the new life insurance, I call it hybrid. I don't know if it's the right name for it, but I call it a hybrid life insurance policy where if you go into a long-term care facility, you need home care, you need uh, personal care, it's covered out of your death benefit, the much higher death benefit. So imagine if you had an extra $500,000 in your estate that is there because you've leveraged a little bit of money into a lot of money, that will pay for your long-term care needs instead of paying it out of your pocket. 
and running out of money so the surviving spouse is broke. Yep, and healthcare, we all know, I mean, it's the cost of healthcare is just on the rise. And uh, we talk about this all the time. The amount of things you're going to have to pay for out of pocket is huge. You have to have a plan in place. So just to kind of recap here for the six pillars of successful retirement, number one, income planning, right? That's the basis. That's the foundation, making sure that the income is going to be there for as long as you are. And you have those options about guaranteed income. Number two, asset planning. This is, as you say, Kevin, it's more than just your money. It's your house. It's your business. It's, you know, digital assets, all that kind of stuff. And then, of course, tax planning and management. That is huge. You talk about passing down, whether it's assets or business or land or homes and wills and estates. You might want to be careful of that. Things could be taxed and what you think you're doing is a great thing for your grandkid may not be. <laughs> you know, they might inherit some problems. Right. And, and you know, what you just went over, it's kind of we talked about taxes, but we were talking about assets and income. These each circle, you know, look at think about the um, the Olympics logo. It's a bunch of circles that are in, interconnected and. That's kind of how the planning has to be done. We can't just do income planning without talking about tax planning. We can't do asset planning without talking about tax planning, healthcare planning, legacy planning, and, and really legal planning. Um, the asset planning needs to also, you know, you got to look and see how they're titled. you got beneficiary designations to make sure they're done right. And 80 to 90 percent of the time when we explain it, they're, the people want to make a change because they don't want to unintentionally disinherit somebody which happens a lot. Mm -hmm. um, tax planning. You know, did you know that uh, inheritance taxes can be optional if you plan wow. ahead of time? Optional. I love that word when it comes to taxes. Well, yeah. And, and in Pennsylvania, our PA taxes are uh, 4.5 to 15% as of now. Uh, federal, anything over as of now, 11.7 um, million, that may drop to as low as 3.5 million once they get some of this tax planning, tax increases figured out, uh, we don't know what all was in the last bill yet. Um, but if that goes down to three and a half, there's going to be a lot of people losing another 40% on anything over three and a half million. So if you have a big IRA or a big estate, a lot of real estate, that tax planning is huge. It, it incorporates capital gains taxes, which they're, they're going to do away with a stepped-up basis by the way it looks, which means that when your kids inherit your house, they're going to have to pay capital gains all the way down to what you paid for the house, not the stepped-up basis of the date of death. Those are the first three things is income, assets, and tax planning, and management. It's something you have to keep going with. You have to keep up with it, and that's what we spend our time doing so you don't have to. And that's what it's all about. If you want to sit down with Kevin and start putting this plan together, go through the six pillars of a successful retirement one-on-one, -on -one, put together again that no-cost retirement income plan. Let's see, we talked about health care planning, which is number four, five, legacy planning, six, legal planning. And I want to touch on the legacy and legal. Some folks might be thinking, well, I'm not a millionaire, I'm not a gazillionaire, I don't need to have a, you know, a trust or an estate. I don't need to have all these things. But th this is something across the board that individuals need to look at, right? Yeah, and, and one last thing I want to talk about healthcare planning. Yeah. Just so you know, 73% of Americans, us, that are going to be retired at some point is going to need long-term care at some point. You're going to need to pay out-of-pocket some big bucks. And Fidelity did a study that said the average couple is going to spend up to $295,000 on their, their, their healthcare needs in retirement. 295,000. To me, that number seems a little bit high, but they did a national study. And what's the number one fear is running out of money. Mm -hmm. 
the number one reason is health care costs, catastrophic health care costs. And that $295,000 does not include the cost of long-term care, personal care facility, uh, nursing facility, uh, in-home care. It doesn't cover all that. In-home care, by the way, is $16,000, $17,000 a month for 24-7 care. So imagine Yikes. how fast your money can go. So let's move on from that. Legacy planning is getting your assets, what's left in the end, to where you wanted it to go as efficiently and effectively as possible. Eliminating or reducing taxes and fees, legal fees, any other fees that might be involved. Eliminating the time that might be involved getting these assets to the, the ending beneficiary. Wills, you're looking at, at probably about a year to close an estate up. Um, you might get an early distribution, a, a small early distribution, but you've got to leave the money in there to make sure the bills are paid, uh, make sure everything, any claims that come in get paid. So that's a process that drags it out. That's, you know, the 5% fee that the attorneys charge. And they say probate's not expensive, but no, it's not. You go up to the courthouse, maybe pay $1,000 or something, but the legal fees are what can drain you. They get paid before your heirs get any money. So having that the plan to work around that, Legal planning includes, do I need a revocable trust or an irrevocable trust? We don't give legal advice. We give our experiences. We have we pull in qualified legal a team mm-hmm. that comes in and, and figures out what you need. But legacy planning is something that you really got to put a lot of time into or else, you know, your eyes are IRAs. You know, you, you have a million dollars. No, not really in your IRA. You have about 600000 after the kids get it. So let's get the IRS out of your beneficiary designations. The next thing is legal planning. I kind of went into that a little bit. What's the right documents? Some people have a simple estate, very simple. They just need simple documents. Some people have certain requirements that they want in their documents that takes more work. So you've got to work with an attorney that understands the the advanced aspects of the legal documents, which are another class that they have to take. It's not what they learn in um, their, their basic classes. So you've got to have an attorney that's qualified, that it maybe belongs to the National Academy of Elder Law Attorneys. Um, that's called NALA. Uh, somebody shows that they're, they're trying to get more current information, stay up on things. We had not too long ago, somebody come in with a will that was done after the new forms came out in 2015. And uh, it shouldn't happen. Mm-mm. So you've got to work with somebody that does it as, as most of what they do. Their income is derived from uh, estate planning, not administration, because administration is 5%, remember, of the estates. That can add up to a lot. So you don't want to ask them administration. What do you get? Where does most of your money come from? Is it actual planning? Well, and again, you know, and you've been doing this, as we talked about, nearly 33 years, and you have a really great way for people to understand exactly how this process works, how important it is for them to work with you. And you like to describe yourself as a general contractor, right? Right. And and we act like a general contractor. We make sure that the foundation is good if you're building a house. Uh, we make sure that the walls are going to withstand the weather and hold the roof up. It's going to keep the weather out. We make sure the windows are in the right place. We make sure the plumbing's done right, the, the electrical is done right, and you're not going to have any problems with it down the road. So that's kind of the way we put it out there. Um, I used to be a contractor in my old life 33 years ago. I, I kind of look at everything that way. How can we coordinate everything? Well, we have to know a lot about the whole the whole processes, and that's what we're, where our strong points are. Uh, we have a unique approach to everything, and if you want to see what, what it looks like 
feel free to call or free, feel free to come in. You don't have to be a client to sit down with us and see, see what we know and see if we're full of beans or not. Get more details about Kevin Bach and, of course, Integrity Retirement Solutions at IntegrityRetirementSolutions.com. Thank you so much for joining us here for the Retirement Talk with Kevin Bach podcast. Join us next time. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Kevin Bach is licensed in your state, please call 724-837-3553. Integrity Retirement Solutions is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Kevin Bach. NPN Insurance License Number 204642. Two seven.